Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. This episode is sponsored by pennyfinance.com. Investing in women starts with investing in yourself. Women are on track to retire with 32 cents to every dollar a man has. We're not cool with that. That's where Penny Finance comes in, a financial mentor for women. They've created customizable financial plans tailored to you. Once you have your plan, they help you stick with it. No secrets, pure focus on debt relief and investing, the two most important pieces to the net worth puzzle. Say goodbye to your financial anxiety and get $50 off an annual subscription with code MINDSET50. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. We are here today with Claire Kui. She's an international sales expert, trainer, and speaker who has led multi-seven-figure sales teams to close to close more than $9 million in high-ticket sales, $4 million during 2020 alone. With experience in leading and consulting teams for multi-seven-figure entrepreneurs such as Lisa Nichols, Rachel Bell, Sage Levine, Claire is an expert in teaching online coaches and service providers how to convert high-ticket sales without pushing or convincing. Since 2014, she's been teaching coaches how to have a a permission-based sales conversation that results in consistent 10, 20, and upwards of 50K months by empowering coaches to confidently stand in their highest value. I have to say I'm very excited about this conversation. Welcome to the podcast, Claire. Oh my goodness. So excited to be here. Thank you for having me and hello to your listeners. I love the concept of mindset reset because that's definitely what we need in order to make the money that you want or to have a business. We need to reset Mm -hmm. our thinking mindset. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And before we jump into all this goodness, um, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Right. So I think you you just did a, such a great job of introdu- introducing me, but I am a sales expert and coach, and I, I love supporting solopreneurs, online coaches, service providers in being able to have conversations that result with clients signing up without hesitation. And yeah, I think it's this, uh, this thing, if you look at, if you look up sales coach on Instagram, like it's mostly male dominated. There's not mm. a lot of women and I, especially uh, I'm a woman of color uh, that teach more about sales on a relationship based and not this whole coffee for closers. And it's more <laughs> about really how do you actually communicate your value in a way that that people actually resonate with and they, they want to work with you. Yeah, I love that. And so where do we start? Let's talk about the idea that like, there's a lot of, we were just talking about this before we hit record. There's a lot of conversation out there about like manifesting and everyone's having their biggest sales month. And I feel like there's a lot of people saying like, 
well, I feel like I'm thinking good things and I'm putting my mindset, you know, I'm doing all this work and I'm not seeing the sales. So let's just like jump right in. Like, tell me a little bit about what some of those maybe missing ingredients are in terms of getting our energy right to start bringing in those sales. Right. And I love it. You you talk energy because that's just my language. But I think the first thing when you see other people that are having success um, is to protect your own energy, number one. Mm -hmm. And I've worked on many different teams in the online space, business coaches, and as a sales manager, in fact, I'm still the the head of a department of sales for uh, a company and also have my own business. But, you know, it's all marketing is meant to kind of walk, talk the talk, right? Mm -hmm. But what I know as a sales manager is they're not walking their talk. And sometimes they'll say, you, you don't actually know what somebody's making. You don't, you don't know how much they spend on Facebook ads. You don't, you're not looking at their profit and loss statement. You don't know how much they're making. And I see this take so many people out of the game where they're, they're looking at somebody celebrating, oh, I had a 500K launch, which is great. Like I totally celebrate that with people. And that's amazing. But you don't know how much they're paying their team. You don't know how much they spend on ads. Oh, oh, I did all organic. Okay. How much, how much time did you pay for yourself? Because your Mm -hmm. time is money. In just having freaking thousand year long conversations in the DMs. I mean, I, I I just know that there are no shortcuts. Mm. There just isn't. And so um, when I look at entrepreneurs who are really making it and I see them consistently doing it, I know how much time and effort it takes. So I just want to open everybody's eyes and we, we, we can't just microwave ourselves into seven figures or else everybody would be doing it. So the first thing I would say is to protect your energy because you don't know what's going on in their books. You don't know how much is going out. You don't actually, you don't actually know how much is coming into their business. So I'd start there. Um, and the other piece with that, when, when people see, oh my gosh, that person is doing so great it really distracts them from um, being able to not just protect their energy, but put their energy into right action. Hmm. So a lot of times if we're looking at somebody else's success, it's like running a race. Like if you're trying to sprint towards the finish line and you're looking over your shoulder at what somebody else is doing, if you watch Usain Bolt, right, he's running, he's not looking at other people. He is focused on the finish line. And so I notice that people take themselves out of the game by looking over their shoulder. And I will tell you again, just as a manager, having worked on different teams, you don't know how messy it is inside the house. Yeah. (laughs) The paint might look great on the outside, but man, there are drawers and closets and they haven't vacuumed in a couple months. It's, it's can be crazy in there. Yeah. And I think something really important about that too, is when we think about energy, like And what's the saying where thoughts go or where focus goes, energy flows. And like, if your focus is on everyone else, your energy is not actually, in fact, pointed where we need it to be pointed. Right. So, um, okay. So I love that. So like, let's take our eye off of everyone else. Let's get out of that comparison mindset, which is difficult to do when we're on social media, but really focusing on that shift. And then now let's say our energy, okay, we have our energy back. Now, how are we using that? I guess for lack of a better phrase, like most effectively to be driving those sales and bringing in that money. 
Right. Um, so, I mean, I've got a lot, I just have a lot. I'm just trying to think of the most, like, uh, the most potent thing to say, but let's talk about effectiveness. And yeah. I think effectiveness is, uh, gosh, I, I just want to attack this from so many ways, but when we, when we look at being effective in business or specifically in sales, it's really about communication. And I, well, since we're here talking about mindset reset, it's how we're communicating to ourselves, mm. how we are talking to ourselves. And I think that's, I mean, in any personal development realm, like this is often um, the, 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 the bread and butter but if you're not really cultivating a sense of awareness around how you're talking to yourself, and let's just take looking at the looking at the successful entrepreneur over there, if you're saying to yourself, oh, it must be so easy for them. Mm. Or if you're saying to yourself, like oh, I'm imagining what I would say, oh, it must be so easy for them. Oh, they didn't have to work hard. You don't know any of those things. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of those things. And so like, what are you saying about that situation? And then also, what are you subconsciously saying to yourself? Are you saying, um, and I think this is also a, a part of the effectiveness chat too, around, are you overworking? Sometimes mm-hmm. the way to go to speed up is to slow down. It's one of my favorite sayings. I've learned that lesson really hard the past year. Um, so it, as far as being effective, it's like, well, what are we saying to ourselves and what are we saying about other people without really being, knowing the full story, because that's going to impact how effective we are. That's going to impact how effective we are in having a conversation with somebody to talk about our services. If you're thinking, well, so-and-so Jane Schmain sells her program at this much, and I don't think I could charge that much you're not going to have an effective conversation and Mm. everybody can write this down, but it's not about what you say necessarily in in sales. It's not about what you say. It is a hundred percent about who you're being Mm. in that conversation. In fact, when I, I've, I've coached many entrepreneurs where um, they, I might've said what they said differently but it was because they they've learned to be a leader. That's a huge piece of what I train coaches. It's like how what kind of leader are you being? Who are you being is so much more important than what you're saying. That's I think as far as mindset so important in, in being really effective. I love that so so much. What I'm wondering for listeners is I'm thinking we're all wondering so who should we not be? how should we not be and how should we be like could you just give us give me like one example of maybe a client that you've seen like they were doing this but when they shifted into sort of being more this they saw a difference oh yeah don't be who you think you should be <laughs> like just stop shooting on yourself i say sometimes yeah. like i should be at this income level i should mm-hmm. have x amount of clients i should i should i should Instead, and and I will even say this is really critical in sales conversations, like be here now, Ram Das, like just be here in the conversation, be here right now. And so um, I think when, and that, that just goes back to the vein of being authentic. One of the mm-hmm. things I teach coaches is like what, when it comes to selling, everybody has a certain flavor. Like there's actually, and I'm an, I'm an OG, there's like human designs, like so brand new and gene keys. And I'm an OG astrologer. I mean, I love astrology. Mm-hmm. And so if we were to look at like what your element is, like what your sign, I'm a Sag, 
Sagittarius. So I'm a fire sign. I, I'm very fiery as probably you could pick up right now. I'm pretty fiery, opinionated. You know, I sometimes go over the map on different things, <laughs> but um, it's really about knowing who you are, mm-hmm. knowing who you are versus who you think you should be. Um, that is absolutely what I see takes people to the next level because they're totally present. They accept love and understand who they are and they are showing up authentically. And you said something too earlier about sort of like knowing your worth and really stepping into your worth. And I feel like that's probably another really important piece of that puzzle of how you're showing up is, are you showing up feeling worthy of making that sale or making that money? Um, now I, I just know from personal experience how, um, this can freeze somebody mm-hmm. or it can send you right back to the job or keep you in your job versus being an entrepreneur. And I, I, I struggled a lot. If you go to my Instagram, um, Claire, uh, C-L-A-R-E underscore Que, uh, if you scroll all the way, I mean, like keep scrolling, like really keep scrolling. Um, I used to be in the fitness niche, fitness and yoga niche. And I was, I had some pretty amazing cred. I was like brag about that. I was the only head strength and conditioning coach, um, female strength and conditioning coach in Denver public schools for five years. I was a Lululemon ambassador for two years. So, um, you know, international, your prop people are probably wearing those leggings right now. Um, and I was a writer contributor model for yoga journal, which is the yoga journal is the foremost publication internationally for yoga. So I had some major cred, but ultimately all of that didn't matter because I didn't feel like I was worthy. Mm. I was, and yeah, I had some amazing stats on like my resume, but the truth is if you looked at my bank account, it was like the stats were, were low. They were very, very low. And in 2014, I looked at my taxes um, and I made a 14K that year. And that was like, that was a standard for since I got out of college for a long time. And um, it was such a contradiction that I had such amazing cred, but I, I did not value myself. So I did the scary thing. I invested in a business coach, which the payment for my business coach was more than my car payment. So I was I felt like I was juggling my car, which I needed to go to my job (laughs) with the payments. I was really committed. I'm like, this has got to work or else I don't have a car. Like I I have to make this work. And um, it was in that first container with my business coaches, right? I I started to, to, I knew that I struggled with self-worth, like logically in my head, I knew that, but it was that was my heart actually started to like open to, wow, I'm, I actually have major trouble selling because I don't really feel like I'm valuable. Mm. Um, and so that's where it kind of started. And, and I'm really grateful for that experience and my mentors at the time, because that's where I, I started to understand being able to communicate value. And this is what's different too. being able to communicate the value of what you do is it's kind of, it's, it's a game. It's a dance where you might be struggling. Well, shit, I don't know if I could actually charge this. And what I found is that it's when you learn how to communicate value and not, not your value, it's the value of the program because your valuable is your value is priceless. Your mm. value are valuable, by the way, if you didn't know that. Um, but when it comes to explaining services, it's a, it's a slightly different. 
So that was when it opened my heart and my mind to, wow, being able to communicate well and, and, um, articulate my words in a, in a sales conversation is really important. And through me taking messy action and I had a lot of conversations that said no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I I really learned the value of uh, in doing that. I was able to, to build my own esteem up. I was able to understand and and build my own value in that sense. So yeah, I I think it's possible for, if I can do it, certainly um, it's possible for you too. Yeah. And something you just said there in having all those conversations that were no's, you got to where you are now and you learned your value. And it's like, so I want to just remind listeners about the, the value of like doing those reps, you know, like getting out there, trying to sell, like you got to just do it. You can't let that first no stop you. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just like lifting weights. I mean, your, your sales muscle, if you have, if you have, if you're not feeling the value in yourself, you're not used to sharing the value. It's like, just like a baby, little bicep. It's a baby, bicep. Mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're like, Oh, I'm doing the pink weights and they're just so heavy. That's, that's a great place to start. You're going to be sore. I mean, like, let's just face the facts. You're going to be sore. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it's in flexing the muscle where we get our strength. It's in pushing our, our, it's in, I I was going to say pushing our edge, but I actually don't always agree with that. I think pushing the Mm. envelope is, I'm like, can we not push the edge? Can we not hustle and grind so much? But it is about being consistent, being willing to, to grow that sales muscle and that communication muscle. Um, because it, it, it pays off That's mm-hmm. just the bottom line. It pays off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to now shift a little bit because I said something in your bio that I'm curious if you could tell us more about that you teach coaches how to have a permission-based sales conversation. Can you tell us like, what does that mean? And you know, you don't have to give away the whole farm, but right. give us a little bit of like what that looks like. Right. And so, um, there, again, if we talk about like, you can go on Instagram right now and look up sales coach, there's like thousands of us, but, uh, a lot of it is like, like tactic and let me teach you the hack. And I'm just like, just so pissed <laughs> off by that because there's no like tactic for having a heartfelt conversation. Like what? No, there's no yeah. shortcut here. Just have a freaking conversation where you're meeting somebody eye to eye and you're, and you're in their corner by their side. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I see permission-based sales as, um, you're, you're asking if it's consensual, can we talk about this? Can I ask you about this? Mm-hmm. I wonder if, right. Those kind of statements, like getting to, instead of being like, here's my thing, buy my thing. And let me tell you all yeah. the reasons why you should or shouldn't buy it. And like, that just feels so gross. And like, um, like somebody coming up to you in a bar and smooching you, like, that's just weird. Um, <laughs> uh, like let's get to know each other and like, let me tell, like have that person tell you, you know, what's going on and what's their, what's their vision and what, what's in the way, things like that. So I teach from a very, uh, like consensual and like, it's a conversation that's, Hey, I'm curious. Like curiosity is really what I would say is the essence of permission-based sales. Like, can I talk, can I ask you about this? Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to hear more? Awesome. Like just getting consent and making sure you've got permission versus just, just 
you know, vomiting, vomiting on them, like all the details of all the things that they don't actually maybe want or need to know. Yeah. Or yeah. Or are even qualified. Like, right. No, if they even need what you have to offer and <laughs> you're just right. forcing it on them. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. It feels like a very, um, a really beautiful shift from just super masculine energy pushing to that more flowing, open, receiving energy, which I feel like a lot of us female entrepreneurs struggle with because we do really well in the masculine. We do really well. You do this, you do this, you do that versus I think a lot of us struggle in slipping more into that feminine space, that feminine energy. Oh yeah. I mean, it works really well if you're a woman in the masculine until you burn out. Right. I mean, it works really great until you do that. And if you haven't gotten there yet and you're still hustling, grinding, it's coming. It's mm-hmm. coming. And I, I didn't really subscribe to that. I mean, I, I work with an all women's team and, uh, and I've been doing that since 2014. And uh, my, my business coaches, so to go back, I started learning how to sell. I got so good at selling. I had my first 6K month. Like my coaches hired me. And then other teams started seeing that I was like this like gunslinging salesperson. And I just grew in different positions, got more and more leadership. And um, I'm currently leading an all-women's business team. Um, and we just had a, an event that we sold over $2.3 million in three days. Wow. So I, I know a lot about like the, and I love that you said the masculine and the feminine energies. And I think one of the ways... and that I, and reasons I love teaching sales the way that I do is because it is, most of my clients come to me and they're like, oh, I'm so tired after each sales call. Like I dread sales calls. Like it's incredible because I take stats of, of my clients as they progress in, in my program. And they go from feeling not like on a scale of one to 10, they feel not confident, not in leadership. They feel exhausted. And by the end, I mean, it's literally they're 10xing. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm confident. I have more energy. I'm ex-. And the thing that blows my mind is that they have fun doing sales. Like sales mm-hmm. calls are actually fun. So, um, yeah, and that's really understanding. Yes, you need structure. Like I believe in structure. Like yeah. there and there are many female entrepreneurs who are like, oh, I flow in the feminine. And like that's all well and good. But um, I see it. I like to look at nature. Right. Mm-hmm. So feminine, we think flow, like let's take a river, right? Water without structure is just a puddle. It's mm-hmm. just flat. There's no structure. It feels soupy. If it, uh, I'm just thinking about the client out there, the person out there that right now it's feeling soupy and yeah. like spaghetti and just like, ah, like, you know, it's like all over the place. When water has riverbanks, when it has structure to support it, it flows faster it's stronger and it's powerful. So I really believe, yes, we have to understand our masculine energy. There's times and places for that. We have to understand the feminine energy. And I really believe in holding both because mm-hmm. whether you identify as a woman or identify as a man sexually, like if that's your gender or whatever the case is, we all have masculine and feminine, feminine energies inside of us. We do. Um, so it's really about holding both. It's really about understanding that you have both of those inside you. So, um, honor both of them. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like there's something to be said for honoring both, maybe like, and maybe this doesn't really matter, but the way I, the way I'm thinking of it is like, I see masculine on more of like the back end and like setting up the structure and like being prepared and then feminine on the front end where you're like really 
having a conversation that flows and that feels good so that you kind of you're set up for success and you're using both those energies in the way that they're best used. Right. Yeah. And with, and I like that, the thinking about, and, and, and you could also like say structure on the front end flow in the back end. I mean, there's just different ways to say it as well. I like to think of it too. um, In fact, I was just leading a call the other day for my clients and here's the thing. um, If, especially if you tend to have, I will just say watery energy, Like, you know, you have, and I'll just, that, that means that you have a lot of capacity for emotion. You might identify as an empath, like that kind of energy. Um, they're like, well, I want to do it this way. And I'm like, sure. Like we can try it that way. Let's try it. But I, what I do know in a sales conversation as well is that you need some structure, Mm -hmm. right? You need some structure to allow your personality, to allow the emotion, the emotions, the, the, the empathy, the compassion to, to flow through. And then my watery clients are like, yeah, I'm like, they'll come back. And they're like, well, my call was like 75 minutes. I'm like, how do you feel? They're like, I don't feel great. So it's really about, it's really about both. And I love, Mm -hmm. I love that we're talking about this because um, we are in a a day and a time, I think in in our society where the masculine model has been what we've known. Yep. It's just from many, I'm not going to get on that soapbox, but that's what we've been given because that's who that's been, who's been holding the power. And I think a lot of women are waking up to now we can do things differently. I also don't want to make the masculine wrong. We need, you know, we need right. to heal the masculine and the feminine if we want to move forward as society. Yep. I couldn't agree more. And Can you maybe, before we wrap things up here, um, I feel like uh, my listeners like to maybe take a little bit of action here. So is there some sort of like exercise or journal prompt or something that we can use to maybe start shifting our energy in terms of, you know, sales and money? Right. I, so gosh, let's just talk about money for a second. So the energy of money. I mean, it's a, it's a hot topic right now uh, on the gram. And mm-hmm. I think it really starts with like, what does money make you feel? Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about like sitting in your meditation thing and like, I feel the, the amazing things about money. It's really about also looking at the shadow side, like how, like what is not great about money? Like what, what have I felt ever in looking at money, because a lot of times that subconscious, if, if it's not in the forefront of our minds, we're not doing the work around it. Mm. Our subconscious is running the show. Yeah. And there are very few people, and I'm talking like Jesus, Mother Teresa. I, I know a handful of angels that I've ever met in, in my lifetime that are fully awake and aware um, and, 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 and are consciously looking at their self-sabotage patterns and their, and their subconscious. But I would say like the first thing to do you could do to look at the, your energy around money is to ask the questions about like, how has money not been there for me? Mm. Where have I not trusted money? Because if you're not looking at that, then you are setting yourself up for failure because you have to not just understand the positive pieces around money. You've got to understand what are your blocks around money as well. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Doing that inner work in every aspect of our business is one of the most important things that we can do. Hands down. Well, Claire, this has been such an incredible conversation. I'm so grateful for this and everything you've shared. Um, I want to just ask you, what is 
one gem, if listeners are to take nothing but this one thing away from our conversation, what would that one little piece be? You know, I love this question. It's not the first one that I've been asked, but every time like I get asked this, it's like something different comes up. Yeah. And for me, the the gut hit that I'm getting for your listeners is that if you don't value yourself, who else will? Mm. If you are not willing to value yourself and raise your prices, charge what you're worth, if you're playing small, and I'll just say that again, if you're playing small and you know if you are, you'll know, ask Mm -hmm. yourself, am I playing small? If you don't value yourself, why would anybody else? Why, why? Why? So if you're not charging enough or you're undercharging or you haven't raised your prices in a while and you're, 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 you want to grow or you're stuck even, oftentimes I see it's because women aren't really valuing themselves. Mm-hmm. So value yourself first and others will follow. I love that. Perfect. Exactly what I feel like we all need to hear more often than we'd like to admit. Um, So shifting gears, what are you getting intentional about right now? Uh, I'm getting so intentional. I'm really excited about the the people in my life that I've been attracting amazing entrepreneurs like yourself. And um, I am really getting intentional. I have a challenge coming up, a training, how to hear yes, that hesitation. It's coming up in May. And I'm getting really intentional uh, around serving coaches and entrepreneurs and being able to get the clients in an easeful, easy way. So you can start to expand into the abundance that really is your birthright. Mm. That's that's just my belief system. Like when it did took me a long, if for 2014, if you had told me that I would have laughed in your face, ha <laughs> ha ha, because it certainly doesn't feel that way. Um, and I'm, I'm really, uh, intentional on giving a lot of value. So if that appeals to any of you, I'm I'm happy to share more information for sure. Yeah. We'll make sure to include a link for them to check that out in the show notes. Most definitely. Um, and where outside of that, other than that, can clients connect with you online? Yeah. Connect with me on the gram (laughs) underscore que C-L-A-R-E underscore que C-U-I. Yeah. And, um, I, I love reels. It's like one of my favorite things to do the short form video content. And, um, I put funny pictures and do some trainings and dog pictures, uh, talk about sales and money in my stories so we can catch up there. There's, there's links. If you want to come join the training or I've always got something cooking in the link. So yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you again so much for everything you've given us today. I know everyone here appreciates you. Oh, I appreciate them. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for joining us. We'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.